0: Welcome back to the GP Productions podcast. Okay, welcome back to the show, and today on the show I've got an independent wrestler all the way from the States. It's Miss Billy Starks. How are you doing today?
1: Good, how are you?
0: Doing good. Thanks for joining me on the show today. I like to meet independent wrestlers from all around the world, so it's nice to meet you in person. Well, kind of in person.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for having me.
0: No problem. So, I suppose I'll start off with, what's the the last 18 months been like? Um, obviously kind of wrestling was was it on a standstill for you or were you doing any of the behind the closed door stuff?
1: Um, so I was able to still have access to a ring. A lot of people in the States didn't have that. Um, but I was lucky I was able to still go and train during this. But there was a lot of times where like shows weren't happening and then shows slowly started picking up again. And uh, <laughs> uh, I was doing like no fan shows Um, and then it slowly came back as, like, limited fans and this, and now we're at the point where we're almost fully back to normal.
0: Yeah. What was those shows like with nobody in attendance? How did they feel to do?
1: Um, It was very awkward, and it was definitely a learning experience, for me at least as a wrestler, to uh, have an audience at home and an audience that wasn't there, so I couldn't hear people's reactions, and I kind of, like, like to respond to people. So it was very awkward at times because I'm like, ah cool it's just me and this other person in the ring
0: (laughs) (laughs) just you two and the ref
1: exactly
0: (laughs) I think like I don't know how like wrestling in fairness they there's a lot of promotions in America that done the behind closed doors stuff and I'm sure it wasn't easy for any of the performers
1: yeah it definitely was like sometimes where it was like we were there and we were filming and it was like ah It's weird that we're not like interacting with other people It's like, oh, well, it's just safer this way. And it was uh, the best we could do at the time. We were still getting people entertained when they were trapped at home because I felt like more people were watching wrestling because they really couldn't do much of anything else. I felt like there's more time for people's entertainment. Like I picked up more video games and painting because I had more time on my hands.
0: Yeah, I was watching a lot of wrestling over here during the pandemic. It was mostly WWE stuff when they had the the Thunderdome with the people on the screens and everything, and it just wasn't the same. But then once SummerSlam hit and the crowds were back, I knew like wrestling is coming back now. It was great because wrestling, in my opinion, it's not them without the audience.
1: Exactly. I completely agree.
0: Yeah. How did you decide that you wanted to be a wrestler?
1: Um, I chose to be a wrestler. Uh, I was introduced to it by my stepfather, who is Mouse. He's a wrestling photographer. Um, but he introduced it to me, and I just fell in love. Um, and so I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. It just connected with me, and I was like, yep. and My mindset never changed.
0: <laughs> yeah. And what does your family think about your wrestling?
1: Um, they're very supportive about it. Um, my mom doesn't really understand it. Uh, But she tries her best. She gets into like the gear and the marketing and uh, all of that stuff. She likes what makes wrestling pretty, Um, not the real wrestling aspect of like being in the ring and stuff like that. And she hates traveling, but she makes do with it because of me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Supportive then. Um, Do you have any memories of your first match and were you nervous going into it?
1: So, I've, like, talked about this a lot because most wrestlers are super nervous before their first match, but I was kind of just excited, so I never felt like butterflies or, like, the awkward like, ah, Um, because I just was, like, ready to have it. Uh, But my first match was uh, supposed to be a pre-show match, and me and the other girl sold too many tickets uh, to the show, so they were afraid the whole crowd was going to leave after pre-show, so they moved us to semi-main, and then it changed from a, a... uh one-on-one to a triple threat and i was just like oh this is fun my first match is gonna be a triple threat (laughs) um and then i jumped off the top and sprained my ankle my very first match i luckily finished but it was still like uh i'm an idiot
0: (laughs) (laughs) and who was your influences uh growing up that you were maybe aspired to be like or wanted to wrestle like
1: so, like, I grew up in the era where Bailey was still in N- NXT and so was Finn Balor. So, I really enjoyed watching them um, and then, like, going to my first Independence. I don't know why my favorite wrestler, like, from my very first independent was Necro Butcher. I just okay. love the intensity of him walking across the Colgate gym and just eating a metal trash can. And I was like, yeah, this is great. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, Finn Balor is obviously a, a good favorite of mine, you know, an old Irish guy. We we have a few Irish people over there now. We have Finn, Seamus, and Becky. For such a small mm-hmm. country, like we're producing good athletes still.
1: We love to see it.
0: Yeah. So uh, I seen a couple of your matches online, and I seen you've one of your moves is the tombstone. Yes. Yeah, it's very unusual. I've never really seen a female wrestler use the tombstone. Are you a big Undertaker fan, or why did you decide to take on that move?
1: Um. I just feel like it looks devastating and I love seeing people's reaction to it. And like, I was an Undertaker fan growing up. I never really connected it to that. Uh, Maybe it was uh, subconsciously, like just a decision my brain made. Uh, But uh, like, I just was like, this fits me and just my personality. I want it to look like murder. So uh, the tombstone (laughs) was incorporated into my moveset.
0: Yeah. In terms of going into the ring, who trained you or what way did you train in preparation for that first match?
1: Um, So I was trained at a place called Grindhouse in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Um, And I was trained uh, with Rudo Lomata and Rudy Switchblade. Um, And they just taught me the basics and then uh, wrapped everything week in, week out. And then I had my first match whenever they thought I was prepared.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So um, independent wrestling now in the States, from the outside looking in, looks like it's entering kind of a boom period again. And I see, like, there's lots of promotions that are going on, say, Fight TV and different places. Is there a feeling in America that this is kind of a new era for independent wrestling over there?
1: I just feel like the independents are growing more and more. And that's been very seen, especially... Uh, just like there's new opportunities for people to have a full-time job wrestling with MLW, AEW, WWE, and of course Impact, and they have all these opportunities. So I feel like more wrestlers are being more invested into this could be my full career.
0: Yeah, and it's a lot more, I think, accessible for fans as well, which is good, and and for other organizations to scout talent as well, like the big guys, like you mentioned, with WWE, AEW, and TNA could be Watching any of the shows that you're on on TV? Yes. Yeah. Um, I seen that recently. You were in an OVW match. Um, how did you get on down there? I had Al Snow on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Did you get to work with him?
1: Um. Yes. He was like helping out with running the show, making sure everything ran smoothly. Uh. But they ran in Jeffersonville, Indiana, where like the building where I was trained at. And they were partnering with the guy who owns the building and the training school. So they were using some of the talent from the training school and they pitched me. So uh, I wrestled Haley at one point. Um, Haley, uh, Hollywood, Haley J. Yeah, Um, that's the match i seen. Yeah, and then there was another match where it was a women's scramble match. And that one was a lot of fun too. Um, But I believe I only worked for them three or two times. Three times. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. And what current promotions are you in at the moment?
1: Um, I'm currently in St. Louis Anarchy. I'll be there this Friday. Um, I am girl fight, uh, girl fight uh, wrestling champion right now, and then I'm part of GCW, JCW, and Black Label.
0: Yeah. So you're really, really busy. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Is wrestling coming to a point now where it might be your full time job?
1: Um, I would not say yes yet, Um, but I feel like I can definitely make it into one when I have the time to fully invest into wrestling. I'm still in school, so I'm doing school and wrestling. Um, so school comes first and then wrestling.
0: (laughs) So you're still studying at the moment as well?
1: Yes. Um, I'm still in high school. What? Yes.
0: Yeah. What are you you... doing
1: when I was in middle school?
0: What age are you if you don't mind me asking?
1: Um, I'm currently 16.
0: What? That is crazy. I thought I thought you were at least 18. That's mad.
1: Yeah, most people don't know. I'm a very like I will tell who needs to know about my age, but uh I feel like I don't want to be my wrestling be judged on my age. Um so I've always just said I am a wrestler, I'm a competitor um and never have been like i'm a woman wrestler i am 16 year old wrestler <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah yeah but by god that is that is really starting young in the business like and best to look to you
1: <laughs> thank you so much
0: yeah i seen earlier on that you've got some new merch coming and i have yes i do i've got a, i've got a picture and everything that looks cool thank you do you want to tell people about the merch and who designed it and where we can find it?
1: Ooh, so uh, my merch is at bigstarksbrand.com. Um, if you want to go check that out, it's also linked in my Twitter bio at Billy Starks, B-I-L-L-I-E and the Starks is S-T-A-R-K-Z. Um, and the designs were kind of uh, made up um, I'm trying to remember who all helped me. I used so many different people. <laughs> um, I believe Mayday, uh, he did the red baseball tee. Um, and then I want to say he also did the skull, but I might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like one's the Halloween design because Halloween's coming up and I thought it would be cool. Um, and then the other one's inspired by my gear. And then, of course, we had the big Starks brand hoodies. Um, we did sweatpants already. So I felt like it would be a really cool matching set.
0: Yeah. And in terms of your gear and your look and obviously the blue hair, is this for wrestling or is this you or is your wrestler just you just amped up?
1: It's definitely me amped up, but the blue hair is definitely just, uh, my color. Uh, I always am wanting to dye my hair. Um, and for some reason I stuck with blue, uh, I think it was Shotzi who said it to me, but she was like, people will remember if you have the same hair color. And I was known as the blue hair kid for a while. Um, and she was also like the green haired one at one point. So, like, I feel like it draws the people's connection to it. They see it over and over again and they start to learn your name after
0: that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's the long term goal for you then with the wrestling? Is it a stupid question? Yeah.
1: I don't think any question is stupid, but this is definitely what I have set on uh, making my career. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I keep saying that, like, I never want a real job. I want wrestling to be my job and it be fun.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it was great to catch up with you today and I wish you all the best in the future. And we'll probably see you on real TV soon, I hope. (laughs) Thank you so much. No problem. Do you want to just shout out your your social handles there before we finish up again?
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, all my social media is at Billy Starks, B-I-L-L-I-E, and then Starks is S-T-A-R-K-Z.
0: Billy, absolute pleasure. Thank you today for joining me.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: No problem.